Hello and welcome to the ANA Take with me, Alex. And with me, Adam. This week on the podcast, we will discuss, well, we don't really know, as this week is a little bit different as we bring you the ANA Take unscripted. Yes, that is correct. And just before we begin, I would just like to remind you that we all are abiding by social distancing measures as it is a virtual podcast. So once again, for another week, let's begin. Okay, so let's get underway with our personal highlights of the week. I'll begin, and I've uh, I've got a few this week, Alex. To be honest wow. with you, um, there's a few things that's happened in my in my week this week that I thought are worth mentioning. Um, but I'm going to start with one main one, which is uh, something that I can refer to as a highlight of the week. Now, everybody involved is okay, which to start <laughs> with, we thought may not have been the case. I can see your face to give it confused. Basically, yeah. um, my dad is building um, some wooden box thing for the back garden. Um, is he a handyman? He had to go out and buy. Well, he, all he thinks he is. No, <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, he's all right actually. I've, I've, I've got to admit. I mean, I can see it from I can see it from where from, from where I'm recording from, and it does look all right, I must say. But uh, so he had to go out and buy some some wood early on in the week. Um, we've got quite a small car. Uh, so it's, we thought, oh, is it going to fit? Is it not going to fit? So we had to go out and measure the car in its full length to make yeah. sure it would fit and all that. So we got, he went to the front seat to pull the driver's seat forward so we had the maximum space possible. And the seat was, 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 was reclined. So he, so he leant forward, pulled a lever to bring the chair upright, yeah. and, it's, and it swung forward really quickly. <laughs> And it smacked him in the face. Oh no! Like knocked him, and I sort of knocked him into the into the dashboard almost. Um, I mean, it's a bit, it's quite a bit swearing from what he from what he <laughs> says. Um, it was all right, but immediately his eyes swelled up quite quite large, and it is a lovely purpley colour now, <laughs> all the way around his left eye. It it doesn't like someone punched him in the face. It doesn't like he's been in a fight. I think um, there are moments where you're never sure whether you should be really sympathetic or stand and laugh. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It happened on Tuesday, and now it's Sunday, and it's absolutely fine. It's just it's still it's just a bruise has come out, and you can see it. Which is why I'm happy to mention it. Um, to start with, you thought, oh, <laughs> he could be in trouble here, but yeah. thankfully that's not the case, and it can end up being something I think we can look back and laugh on now. Oh, good, good stuff. Um, so mine this week is uh, my family, my auntie and uncle are particularly um, not very tech savvy um, yes. and it is fantastic. Some of the requests I get, I, I love it. Um, so for, for example, this week they were struggling to navigate click and collect um, to, to do a very simple order. So uh, whenever I go and, and sort of just direct them, uh, obviously to help, to help them out, they, they almost see it as like a miracle. They, they can't believe how impressive um this technology thing is and they always always struggle with it so this week i think i've helped them four or five times on a click and collect order on taking a picture um my auntie even at some point managed to get added into this like i don't know eastern european whatsapp group chat <laughs> who were all sharing <laughs> recipes and she had no idea how that happened and neither do i to be quite honest um so it's been a week of fixing technology for the, for the family so it's been interesting in some of the moments you just think how has this happened when you think it's so easy for us uh, but some of the other generations find it a little bit more challenging 
Yeah, I think so. I think we've all been there, aren't we? Trying to help people who who are perhaps aren't the most tech savvy. Yeah, it's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So as we said, this week's episode is being called the ANA Take Unscripted. Um, and let's be honest, this might be the one and only time that we ever do this. <laughs> yeah. It might not work very well. But who knows, it might work really well. But fingers crossed, this is going to be really, really successful. And the way we kind of thought about doing this is almost like a chat at the pub. We thought we'd yeah. give a little bit of uh, reminiscence and some stories and memories uh, between both of us that might make everybody smile a little bit more. Um, and again, almost take everybody's mind away from the news and that dreaded C word that we're trying not to mention too much um, going forward. Now, for those of you that are listening, you won't be able to see me, but um, Adam was very quick off the mark and (laughs) spotted that I had shaved my face. And now this might seem very trivial to anybody listening. However, as Adam will be able to tell you, probably for all of the time he's known me, I've always had what we call a designer stubble um, in, in knee. Isn't that right, Adam? I mean, I wouldn't say it's what we call it. If, if that's what you call it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So this was quite a milestone. And I, I would say every sort of year, I do it maybe once. And not many people ever get to see me with it because my face now feels incredibly cold. Um, I've got a, a little bit of <laughs> suntan missing as well. Um, which hasn't really helped. But there is a little bit of a funny story, Adam, on that one, that when I was about 16, we were going on holiday with my mum and dad and my friend, actually. And before we went on holiday, uh, we looked at my passport picture and my mum actually advised me and said, I think you need to trim your beard or completely shave because I'm not sure they'll let you back into the country um, (laughs) because you look so different to your passport picture. Uh, and I think that, you know, do you remember the days of the passport pictures? I hated it, not being able to smile. Um, they're just very awkward pictures. Well, the thing for me is, I've, as, you, as we know from uh, uh, two weeks back episode about um, holidays and stuff, I've never left the country. I've, n- I've never had a passport. No. I've never, I've, I've never needed a passport. I've never had a passport. So whenever I go for like, for, um, well, I have to prove my prove my ID for yeah. whether it be job interview or stuff like that, and they all say, "Oh, bring a passport," and they just they just like it's like a throwaway comment. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah bring a passport. I I've never been able to do that, so I have to bring my driving license and like a like a bill of some sort to prove that I live at my address, even though I'm not the bill payer at my address. I live with my mum and dad, so I have to find like an electoral register letter from years ago. And sometimes people will say, "Oh, well, it's a, it's quite outdated this letter. You've not got anything more recent. What, you know, why didn't you bring your passport? Yeah. Oh, I, I've got a passport, you know." And wow. nobody can believe I'm not, I haven't got a passport, but I've never I've never needed one. You really are missing out, even just not off the holidays of the stress you have when you go to an airport because they really are, especially when you're flying with my parents. They they we call it they they sizzle a little bit. They get a bit confused in the airports and get very very stressed especially when we, when we went to the US, I had somehow managed to get this like FSA pre-check thing, which meant I could fast track security. And mum and dad <laughs> had to stand in the normal line. It's always you, isn't it? It's always yeah. you. Yeah, I know. I, I have no idea how it even happened. Um, <laughs> but they were like in a queue that took 40 minutes. And uh, I just went breathe through straight through this fast track lane didn't have to take any of my belt off i mean i'm not sure if i felt for security reasons it was a good idea um, oh, yeah. but I had, I had a lovely little time looking through the duty free while they were waiting <laughs> and mum and dad were getting really really stressed um because they know where i was and i'm in the america and i'm like oh yeah this is lovely 
So, yeah, you really have missed out on some cracking moments, even just in, in the airports. There's a load of I mean, I will say that I've got, I've got, a, I've got a friend uh, back home whose passport photo must, I mean, he must, he, I don't think he's past single figures in age on his passport wow. photo. Uh, I mean, he, he, to be fair, he's never changed is a thing. <laughs> he he doesn't look much different now. So he gets away with it. But, I mean, I don't know why he never updates his job. Like a driving license photo, so he, he, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's perhaps nine or ten on it. <laughs> it's, and it's just, it's always a he's funny still, He's still, I don't know if, well, yeah, I, I don't know if you ever seen my driving license photo. If you haven't, then I'm not going to show you. I don't think I have. Terrible. terrible. Not a good one. Because obviously, you, cause you, normally you'd use your passport photo on, on your driving license. Like, yeah. I haven't got a passport. So, so we did it at home, my driving license photo. So my dad, st- he, he, put, he put the lights on in the living room and he stood me next to a white curtain. Um, and awful what picture you can tell it hasn't been done eventually. <laughs> it's such a bad photo. I mean, I'm so pleased that we do this uh, just we release this podcast just audio so that i haven't got to then <laughs> show everybody sure, yeah but honestly if you if you ever if you ever see me ask me to see my i'm gonna have to hold you to that the next time it's, yeah so and as 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 we've all mentioned before so moving on a little bit um adam and i have known each other since college um in yeah. something 14, that, i think yeah, something that I mean, I, I I don't really remember you until post sixteen, if I'm honest. Oh, thanks. Thank Sorry, I, I I mean post sixteen <laughs> was the uh, was the bigger years, and yeah. for yeah. those that are listening, really, it was because we both did. Um, oh no, man, were you in my psychology class? Yes, it was. Yes, yeah, you were. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't want to say, but yeah, I was. Yeah, thanks. At GCSE. So you can remember me now. Yeah, sorry. I do remember that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was really more post-16 when uh, we were both doing A-level maths. And we, we both did well. I got an A at GCSE. Did you? Yeah, saying I, was, yeah. I think I was four marks off, off an A-star, yeah. Yeah, I was like that on a lot of my marks. I was four <laughs> marks off the next boundary. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when we started doing A-levels, for some reason... It just really didn't go in very well, did it? <laughs> no, no. I mean, I can remember when um, when I first sent off my what A level I wanted to do, and our GCSE maths teacher saw that I just selected maths as opposed to further maths. And she pulled me to the side and she said, "Adam, you are one of the people. You're one of few people that I teach who I can say should be doing further maths." I said, "All right then. We'll change my maths to further maths, and I'll do further maths." So basically, further maths. What you do? You do the whole maths A level in one year. Yeah. And then you do a harder maths A-level in your second year, essentially. Um, but unfortunately, and it's such a shame, and well, when I look back, that um, it clashed with French for me, further maths. <laughs> so I had to say to, I had to, have to say to the teacher, I'm really sorry, I was going to change as well. I'm so sorry, I'm going to have to just do normal maths. Which in the end was one of the best blessings that you're ever going to get. Because if I'd done further maths, I would have not been graded <laughs> yes, by, by how badly we did. Honestly, both me and Adam, we were very dedicated to it. But maybe you more than oh, I yeah. was because um, we used to uh, message each other and say, are we, are we both in college? And we'd actually go to our maths teacher's uh, Janet Shield um, in, in the room and try and do these sums and equations. And what used to kill us is they could be like an entire whiteboard long you think oh, you've got, the whole thing. Yeah, you think you've got the answer right, and then it's still wrong. It just never I mean, it seemed to close work. most of the time. Yeah, we were like two, we were a little bit off. And I remember we had statistics, and we, we, I invested in this expensive graphical calculator. Um, yeah. And even with that, if you got the first part wrong, 
the whole thing was wrong. You you got it all wrong. Yeah. But I will ask you, Adam, would you like to reveal your little um, <laughs> secret <laughs> that you use your graphical <laughs> calculator for? I was actually I was actually just gonna say, oh, I have a, I have a little secret about my calculator, but I'm not gonna tell you. But I mean, you have to. I'm gonna have to say it. That calculator was brilliant for <laughs> writing on because you could just store things in it. So you could they had it wasn't just your normal calculator that had some numbers on it and like a percentage sign. It was full of things that you didn't even know what they were for. Full of different modes and options yep. that you could go on to. <laughs> and one of them was just like it was like you go onto your notes on your phone or like a menu on your phone. That's all it was. You could type in whatever you wanted. So I just typed in the whole formulas that you weren't given in the exam. So that meant that if a question came up, I didn't know how to do it. I'd get one mark for writing down the correct <laughs> formula, which I copied from a calculator. <laughs> I remember that they always used to say, the teachers used to say, oh, yeah, we're aware that people can do that. So before you go in, we're going to reset your calculators, use a little pin in the reset button. Yeah. So I was like, oh, well, that's that then. But the, the reset button didn't reset <laughs> The formulas, they're still there. It didn't, it didn't wipe it. I never so knew the reset that. reset button did nothing. You could still type all your formulas in, hit the reset button, and your formula was still there. It was brilliant. Whoa. <laughs> the, the, the sad thing is there, Adam, that you still managed to walk out with a D. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. Very true. I don't know how that happened when you had all of the formulas that you shouldn't have had, and you still got well, a D. <laughs> one of the... One of the worst things was, so, so the, the I'll say easiest, the inverted commas easiest module was what was called C1. It was the first module you did moving from GCSE to A-level. It should have been, by the time you've done two years, pretty straightforward. So we took that at the end of year 12, the end of our first year of, of A-levels, and, and I got a C on it. I think I did. And I thought, mm, all right, not yeah. bad. I'll probably do it again the following year. So I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that we had, that we had to pay to do the resets. Yeah, I think well, we I did. Think. I think we did. So I paid to do a reset. I've done a whole other year of maths. And then I did C1 again. I got a D on the second time. No. <laughs> I went down. How <laughs> did that the time that was. I honestly got, I've got absolutely no idea how that happened. Well, so I got worse. That's, that's not great. Um, it, it was interesting though, Ray, when you look back in college, because really we weren't in the same friendship groups. Um, throughout it uh i mean this is i love i love saying this one but uh i was in year 13 in particular i was probably more of a party animal um than you would you vouch for that oh yeah i mean i mean virtually every monday or (laughs) every friday people say oh alex is hungover again or something similar Uh, i never had a hangover i've never had a hangover i just always was always out um drunk (laughs) still drunk then (laughs) so (laughs) um it was really really funny because i used because i was a september born baby i was 18 the earliest in in our year so from yeah. September all the way through year 13, which really was the pinnacle. It was like the biggest year of our lives. Yeah. Yeah. I was out every weekend partying um, with my friends in Loughborough and we'd go to nightclubs and we'd have fantastic times. It used to always make me laugh because on the Monday through the week, your friendship group used to slate me for going out <laughs> and partying. And I said, just wait, just wait. It will come round and you'll be past the animals. And then as soon as they started turning 18 and started it, oh, they were all out. They were all partying <laughs> and they were loving it. And that was fine. It used to, it used to always make me laugh. Um, but I was very, very fortunate on my college days because 
I actually finished college on Friday at um, 10 to 11 because of how my timetable <laughs> works. I really had a three-day weekend um, yeah. where I started going out for lunch every Friday with another one of my friends. And it became like a, a thing that everybody started to know about that I was going out for lunch with my friends and we went to all different restaurants around the, the villages. Um, and then the funny thing is now is that both me and Adam, we go to the same restaurants together. Well, we do. We, well, yeah, we try. It isn't every Friday. <laughs> no, no, when we're actually um, together. Yeah, no you're, no, you're right, we do, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, if I say right now, it was one of the most important years, really, at least academically. Um, in many ways, the most enjoyable, in many ways, the least enjoyable. Would, yeah. you, would, would you go back and do it again? I was just about to say the same thing to you. I, in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Really? I really would. I would do the exams again. Look, looking back on my time at university and for me having a job, yeah. Doing those exams again would be a walk in the park now. I really think it would be easy. And to be honest, there re- there's no responsibility. Um, <laughs> you just turn up, you do your lessons. And, you know, I, I enjoyed myself a lot with, with partying and, and good food and that. Um, and the exam side of it, I actually think now would be easy. I think it really would be easy. <laughs> I don't agree with that. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't agree with that. No, I mean I can. I've now finished a degree. I've done, I've done. I've done three years of a degree, and when I look back, I've not found it any harder. I've probably found it not as hard at any point at uni compared to the last months of A level exams in year thirteen. Really? I, yeah, I would. If I if I knew what grades I was going to get, I'd go back in a heartbeat. I agree. But if I didn't know, yeah, honestly, the stress that you're under. I mean, because I, I don't agree that you get all your exams at the same time as well. I don't. Agree. I mean, I can remember on our first. I mean, granted, we're going back to, G, to GCSE for this, but on our first day of GCSE exams, we've had two years building up for exams. First day, I had four exams. Really? <laughs> in the same day, yeah. There's two French and two biology on the same day. You think spread them out a bit? You know, yeah. days where you'd have exams all day. Someone's exams would clash, and someone has to be in isolation for the day. So you didn't get told what the questions were from somebody else when they were doing a different exam. You know, it was ridiculous. But yeah, if I knew what grade I was going to get, I would also go back. I, I remember that. I don't know if you remember him. There was an invigilator we had. It was like an old boy. And uh, he, he looked lovely. I, I always thought he was really nice. But he always stood at the front of the sports hall. And he, I was always in the front because of my last name. Yeah. And he always had these coins or keys in his pocket. And periodically, like every 30 seconds, would jingle them. And like do a little, like just stand on his tiptoes and jingle them. So you're trying to write an essay, you know, where your hand's killing you. You're just fed up. And you just kept hearing this jingle constantly throughout the, uh, throughout the exam time. So yeah, there was a few um, stories like that. Um, yeah, just quickly on there on a, on um, exams and stuff. I remember one of our exams, and um, it was an English exam at A level. And I, the booklets, because I mean, to be fair, I think I think it's ridiculous that you have to write up your responses. I think it should be typed to this day. I agree. Your hand hurt by yeah. <laughs> five essay or something. I think it was a three-hour English exam. One of them, three hours of constant wow. writing. But anyway, um, and I think your answer booklets was A4 size, and it was sixteen pages. I think for the three-hour exam, I think there was three questions in it. 
And I remember genuinely, we, we, we weren't 20 minutes in, into the exam and I'd done four sides of A4, which I thought, well, oh, that's not bad. That's five minutes a side. Yeah, yeah. And somebody asked for a new booklet mm. after 20 minutes. I thought, no, they've done 16 pages in 20 minutes. 20 no minutes. way. Have you done that? <laughs> I'd love to know what grade they got. But honestly, all of us in that room felt useless, like we were doing it all wrong. You know, how on earth they want another booklet already? It was maybe, they had, maybe they had incredibly big handwriting. Some people, I remember seeing some people, like they could get full words on a line. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to think, not in a malicious way, I'd like to think that they'd gone wrong. <laughs> they started again, you know, not... <laughs> I hope they didn't jeopardise their grade, but honestly, I mean... You, you, you're panicking enough. You've got three hours. You can't afford to, to waste any time. Somebody right else is asking for a new booklet. Yeah. yeah. You look up and suddenly you think, oh, what's the, what's the point? You know? Yeah. But you went to Middlesbrough, I didn't remember, you, to do your university? I did, yeah. I mean, that's only because the course I went to the show was accredited. I didn't even pick all five of my um, UCAS options, but I did go to Middlesbrough. It, it, it hasn't got a good rep, Middlesbrough, particularly. Um, and I can see why. <laughs> but, <laughs> did, you, <laughs> did you enjoy your time there? Uh, honestly, honestly, yes, I did. Um, and I must say, the middle of it generally isn't, isn't, it's nowhere near, nowhere near as bad as people say it is. Nowhere in the Northeast. People you get such a bad rep in the Northeast. And none of it's bad. You know, you're 10 miles from, from really nice coastlines. You can go 10 miles um, sort of in, inland and you could be on top of hills and peaks looking over for miles in every direction and it's and it's a really nice place the uni itself was was quite nice it didn't it, it didn't really fit in the town it was quite a modern university and it's it's a town that's gradually catching up i'd say it's <laughs> probably the dip- nicest way of putting it that sounds very diplomatic <laughs> <laughs> well yeah but um that's probably the nicest way of putting it because i don't want to i don't want to say bad things about it because it's a nice it's a nice place it's been my home for three years um but yeah, I'm pleased I went in the end. It's it's just a shame how it's ended, really. Yeah. Uh, but ending this year because suddenly you fin- you finish in March, and the sad thing is that there's people that I would have seen on my course, friends even that I would have seen for the last time, at least for a long time, and I've not known it was the last time. I haven't given them a hug and said goodbye. You know, say say I'll see you in a few months. There's people that I saw literally on the Friday. We all said right, see you Monday, and then and then you were shut. <laughs> yeah. Went over the weekend. <laughs> And it all caught up so quickly and suddenly like, oh, I never got to say bye to him, to him, to her and what have you. And the teachers even. So that's quite sad when you look back on it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but I'm definitely pleased with, with my choices. And I think I've got a decent degree out of it as well, hopefully. You picked a sort of funny course in the fact that you don't actually stay anywhere. You just mill around in places. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm... Else. I'm really, really lucky that my, I, I have a job and the company I work for, they pay for my degree. So I don't accrue any student debt. Um, but my, mine was in Sheffield. And yeah, you are right. I mean, I've done a lot of traveling um, in the UK over the past two, two and a half years because uh, I was based in York. I'm now based in London. Um, and I've spent many an hour sat on a train going between the Midlands, York, Sheffield, London, uh, to do all of my sort of study and all of that. So it's been quite uh, a tiring degree. And I must admit, I say I've spent a lot of time on trains, but I've spent more time just being delayed on a train and not really moving than I actually have going anywhere. 
So yeah, I'm not a massive fan of train travel anymore. But yeah, I must admit Sheffield's it's a nice place. Um I'm not sure I'd particularly choose to live in Sheffield. It's um not for me, but um made some good friends, uh nice restaurants and the only thing I would say is because my degree is being part within work as well, I'm not sure how much the degree is valuable um to the work because I've learned a lot more I feel through working than I have through the degree. And, and I think that's something that I don't know how you feel, but I know when we were in college, it was almost like if you didn't look to go for a degree, people, the teachers didn't, weren't interested. They, yeah. they always wanted you to have a degree um, and kept pushing you down that route. And I actually don't think, I think the, the degree has sort of been devalued because everybody has got a degree now. Everybody's at least got a 2-1 from a university. It doesn't really show anything. Do you, do you know what I mean? I do. I, I, yeah, I, I do agree to, to, to an extent. I mean, obviously, there's the, your alternative is an apprenticeship, but I think most people who do apprenticeships don't do A-levels, so they'll leave after GCSE and then do an apprenticeship, which I think is an equally adequate and good route. Um, so I think that when people did A-levels and you and you and your sixth form is suddenly half the size that it was a year previously. It kind of it kind of expected for those people to go to university then. Yeah. Um, and to be fair, I'm not really sure what the alternative is once you've got A levels, because apprenticeships, as I said, you don't really. I mean, you can. There's nothing wrong with that, but you don't tend to do an apprenticeship unless you've not. You, no, you don't tend to do apprenticeships and A levels. You don't really do both of them. So, what is the alternative? I mean, I don't really know, but I'm not sure teachers really know. If I'm honest. Um... But I always think, you know, looking at some of some careers, even, even yourself, for example, you could have gone freelance. You could have tried to go break into any kind of aspect that way. And you wonder, would, it, would that have actually been a better option because you have experience and, you know, you're applying for jobs and it's, it's not an easy time. So it's, uh, yeah, it's a tough one. OK, so let's move on to uh, Alex's Choice, Alex. Yes. So this week, we're going to keep it really short and sweet. Um, but something I want to just talk to you a little bit about is loyalty cards. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, it just it just sprung to me because I, I had a look through my wallet and I just had to talk about it because I get bought into every loyalty card that's on offer. I've got a club <laughs> card, a Nectar card, a Harrods card, um, uh, a Waitrose oh, card. Just slipping Harrods in there, aren't you? Just oh, yeah, always. Uh, co-op. Oh, I've got, you, you name it, I've got coffee shop cards. Every loyalty card I've got. But I do sometimes wonder, is there any point in all of these loyalty cards? Because I've got to admit, over the years, I'm not sure how many rewards I've ever really got from them. It, it, it's oh, like, I completely agree. It's just, you have them in your wallet. You think, oh, I'll, I'll go into Starbucks, I'll go into Acosta, I'll get my loyalty card out. It makes you, makes you have this, oh, I've got a loyalty card feeling. They scan it. You might get a free coffee after you've spent about £100 in the shop. <laughs> um, and that's all you get. I mean, I've used Nectar card points. I looked at them and you get like <laughs> one point for every £10. Now... Because I mean, I've next is the only supermarket car that I've got because because uh, obviously we started just said I went to Union Middlesbrough and uh, so whenever I used to drive <laughs> up and down Sainsbury's was the petrol station in Middlesbrough that I'd fill up at yeah so I thought well I may as well get a next card like one week into my first year I thought I may as well get 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 next card I might get a free tank of fuel after 
after each year, after the three years, perhaps. So I filled up there pretty much once a fortnight for three years, right? Yeah. And I checked not that long ago, actually, just out of interest, to see how many points I've got. I've got £6.50 worth of points. No way. Ridiculous. What's the, what's the point, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's better, it is better than nothing. But actually, you think, well, you know, it's not better than nothing. I'd rather have nothing than be insulted by yeah, spending £6.50. 40 quid, perhaps, a fortnight every, every fortnight at your place and getting £6.50 every three years. That's madness. I mean, I have to admit, you know, sort of on the loyalty card thing, if I was anybody listening, I would really, really recommend that you have an American Express card. I've got an Amex card, and my one, I get a point for every pound I spend. And I can move them to air miles, hotel points, you name it. Um, and you get loads of really nice benefits. Like if you go to the O2, you get to go into lounges and all different things like that. Um, but if you spend so much in a year, you get bonus points. And I'm talking like a lot of bonus points. I've almost got 40,000 points um, through my card that I could easily pay for a holiday practically with um so i've got to say credit cards like them definitely go for all of these loyalty cards i think i need to have a re-evaluation because it's just taken up wallet space yeah i'd just like to say i think on on behalf of everybody that the the credit cards aren't and alex isn't saying everybody should get a credit card no (laughs) (laughs) there's something where that's not possible (laughs) so don't go out and say oh we got credit card because alex told us to (laughs) that's not what he's saying but uh, i think you're just saying you know be clever because sometimes you can get good deals by doing by doing and spending exactly what you do normally. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I mean, I've got a, in my wallet. I've got quite a few loyalty cards. I must say, uh, one of them is Game Game oh, loyalty cards. I forgot about that, was, that one. That was the first one I ever got when I was about eight. I got I got a Game loyalty card, and to my knowledge, I mean, I've had it now for perhaps mm, 10, 12 years, perhaps. I don't think I've ever actually been able to use it. I think once every year they reset the points oh. reset. I think. I think. Oh, they're I, sneaky. They might not still do that, but I'm sure they used to do that. And I'm sure it was one point for every ten pounds or something like that. That's you sneaky. It is a little bit. I mean, I have always got a Grace card and a, and a Cafe Nero card. Even though I, like. I don't think I've ever been to Cafe Nero. I'm not it's a nice, coff- that nice one, coffee shop. Nice coffee shop. <laughs> I'll have to, we'll, have, we'll have to go when we can again. Agreed. Now then, I think it's time for final five, if I'm not mistaken. And I challenged uh, you, Adam, this week to try and pick up some conversations with people you hadn't spoken to in a while. How did you get on? Well, the thing is, Alex, every week, the challenge that you give is pretty straightforward. It's pretty obvious. <laughs> it's, it's do this, it's do that. And every week I say, well, I might do it a little bit different. <laughs> and this week, you must, have, you must have thought when you said it last week, right, there's no way you can go about this differently. Yeah, it's a simple task. But, but the thing is, this week I thought, I thought I'd do it a little bit differently. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm not going to lie. Some of the people I spoke to, I followed your rules. People I hadn't spoken to for a little while, asked them how they were, etc. Really nice. I was actually in conversation with a few of them. People that you didn't realise you, you hadn't spoken to for a year. Yeah. Uh, one of them was someone I saw every day at uni. Haven't seen them since we left in the middle of March. Just thought, you know, I, you don't think about them. You see them in group chat sometimes. You see them on Facebook and Twitter and whatnot. You see they're all right, but you think, oh, well, actually, I don't know if they are or not. So yeah. really nice. I thought that was two or three people. Um, I've met up with two or three people that I hadn't seen in, in a little while. Um, so that's nice to go into 
being in lockdown for so long, just to, to, to see people that you didn't realise you saw quite often yeah. you haven't seen anymore. But what I thought was a little bit differently was with people who, I mean, pretty much on the whole, everybody that I want to speak to in my life, I do. I don't think I've got you know, some, some good friends and a, a nice number of friends as well. And I, and, I, and I speak to most of them pretty regularly. But of those people I speak to pretty regularly, it's just regular run-of-the-mill conversation. You know, you might go out for a walk or something um, and have a chat about what's going on. But you don't know if these people are actually all right or not. You yes. know what I mean? You don't know if these people are at, if everything's okay with them, if they want to chat about something. And so what I did with two or three people, who I, who I think I'm really close to, but you think, actually, I, I've got no idea if everything's all right with you at the minute. And I think that's a really nice thing to do. Not all the time, you know, not, not like you're some sort of freak. Counselor. Make sure everyone's all right all the time. Yeah, exactly. Counselor, perhaps. It's a better word than freak. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just making sure that people who you think you know really well, and, and you probably do, but making sure they're at, that everything's actually all right with them. And that was a really nice thing I thought to do. With making sure that people who you, who you know really well, you spoke, you've been friends to for years, making sure that actually everything's all right with them. Yeah, I fully agree with everything that you've said on that. And I think it's something that we all should do a little bit more of um, because it really doesn't take too long. And actually, you never know how people really are feeling. And it's something we need to be a bit more aware of, I think. Um, especially in the say, current situation. Yeah. I must say uh, there, was, there was two people I went out I hadn't seen for, particular, for, for, for quite a while uh, in person. I went out for a walk with them on Friday. Um, and my word, I haven't been out for a walk in a long time. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, we, did, we did six miles in throughout the village and, and neighbouring villages and stuff. Just went out for a walk and just how far we got. It was really hot. I'm sure you can remember this week. Yeah, really yeah. Hot. Really we warm. Really far. And honestly, it, I got to the next day and I, I, mean, I, couldn't, I, I couldn't move my left leg. There was part of my <laughs> leg that was hurting. I didn't even know you could hurt, you know. At the, back of my, the back of my left knee, absolute agony. I didn't even know you could hurt there, you know. <laughs> but thankfully, I'm just about all right again now. So I'm, I'm going to have to get started getting into some sort of routine. Yeah, getting some <laughs> fitness, get into some shape, Adam. It'll, 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 do you, it'll do you a world of good. <laughs> all right, so this week's challenge is to be set by myself. Uh, don't give anything away when I ask you this question, Alex, but if you meet somebody and you don't get starstruck, are you the sort of person that would ask an autograph or a selfie with somebody? If I met Without revealing if you actually have before. Um, it depends. So hopefully that means that you, again, without revealing any names, that you have got somewhere on your phone, on your, on your computer, on a random piece of paper in the you have got some selfies or some autographs with people, with, with some famous people. Uh, I mean, that, that is possible, yes. <laughs> okay, Fantastic. I'm pleased you said that. Otherwise, this otherwise next week challenge won't work. <laughs> what I want you to do for next week is have a little rummage through your phone and through your cupboards and see if you can find any autographs or selfies that you forgot you had with famous people. And let's see who's got the most famous one in a, in a response. Oh, I like that one. Because I, I went through some drawers earlier this week. And uh, again, I'm, I'm not going to reveal names, but I found two um, autographs that I can't even remember getting. And I one in particular, I was like, oh, wow, that one's, that one's pretty good. And I know I've got some more somewhere. because I'm, I'm definitely more of an autograph person than a selfie person. Um, I know I've got yeah. some selfies, so, so nice one. We'll compare. Nice one. Well, that is it for us this week on the A&A Take. Yes, it is. You can find it on social media by searching for the A&A Take on Twitter and Facebook. And feel free to send us in your thoughts on anything that we have discussed today. Make sure to give us a follow on Spotify or iTunes so you don't miss out on next week's episode. 
Yes, but in the meantime, stay safe out there, everybody, and we hope you can join us next week. We will see you then.